Okay, um, we're starting the starting the shir now. As I said, this shir uh, is partially a redo of the previous shir. Um, it's clearer now. I hope that it's clearer. Just as a, by way of introduction, this shir is not fully encompassing of the sugya. Um, there is Chavazdas on it. There is same same one that wrote the Chavazdas also wrote the Sivs Mishpat. I'm going to mention them at the end. Um, I want to go through. Although the previous year I did cover part of what I'm doing, I'm going to start again in the beginning. Make sure everything is clear. All right. So the Mishnah starts. Malvasela, someone who lends one sela. For the condition, which is a seller, everyone knows, is worth four denotim. A condition, you're going to get back five denotim. Or two sa'achitim, on condition, you're going to get back three sa'achitim. It's also. Why? Because it's noishech. It's neshech. What is noishech? Rashi says, you take from the leiva something that you that he, that he you did not give him. You gave him two sa'achitim, you're taking from him three. You gave him you gave him four denotim, you're taking from him five. It's Neishech, and that is Asr from the Torah. Then the Gemara brings, then the Mishnah continues, the Tarbis, um, an example of something where the the Malve makes more, but the Loive does not lose anything. The Gemara opens by saying Neishech with Tarbis seems to be the same thing. Then the Gemara right away asks, yeah, is there such a situation that you have Neishech Without Tarbis, that you could have that the lo- the Malve is going to take something from the Loive that he did not give him, but the Loive, there's no Tarbis, means the Malve is not getting anything extra, or the other way around, that you have Tarbis, that the Loive, that the Malve is getting extra, is Malbe Mamainoi, but there's no Neshech, the Loive is not losing anything. And the Gemara brings two possible scenarios. First scenario is. A person gives a halva, a loan of a hundred. And he makes a condition, when you pay me back, you pay me back 120. At that point, a hundred coins were worth a danke. A danke is a six. Exactly which coins they are, and relative to which coin are we talking about, it's not going to get into it now, but basically it's a hundred coins for a danke. And then... When the time came to pay back, the coins are worth less now. The value of the coins is less. And now it, and now a danke was worth 120. So I, in the beginning, you made a deal that you're going to get paid 120 for the 100 you gave. Yeah. That's and right now. The Malv is not making any money off it because the 100 is worth only because the, the 120 today is worth the same as the 120. The 120 today is worth the same as the 100 then. Sigamara says the Khairad is Nashikh. Because you gave him a hundred and you're getting back 120. But there's no tarbis. Why is there no tarbis? Because the Malva is not making any money off it. The Malva gave a danke and got back a danke. The Gemara says no. Yeah, there's no you can't have one without the other. If you go if you go through the according to the original time of the loan, is you look at the time when the loan was given, so there is Nashikh. Because the loive 
received a hundred and he's giving a hundred and twenty, so extra twenty. And there's also tabis because at the time of the loan, the the, the extra twenty are worth uh, the extra twenty were there. So if you look only the time of the loan, so he's the the, the malva is making this tabis. He's he's mad And if you go after the so if you go after the time when you pay back, then then there's there is no neshech. And there's no tarbis. Why? Because why is it no neshech? Because the loyve received the danke and gave back a danke. And there's no tarbis because the malve gave a danke and received a danke. Didn't make any money off it. And the loyve didn't lose any money off it. Then the Gemara brings a second story. Opposite. Now the first story was that the coin got devaluated. Now the story of the coin, the value went up. Person gave a hundred coins and he wants back a hundred coins. No ribis, yeah. Sign a contract, I give you a hundred, I'm getting back a hundred. And at the beginning, a hundred coins are worth a danka, but at the end, a hundred coins are worth a chumsha, a fifth. Danka is a sixth, a chumsha is a fifth. So the question is, is the ribis over here? Yeah, is the Nashach is the Tarbis. The Gemara thinks there is over here Tarbis. Why? Because the Malva is making more money. He gave a Danke and is getting back a Chumja, a fifth. He gave back a sixth of the, of, of the. He gave back a sixth and he's getting back a fifth. And uh, and uh, but, but there is no Nashach because the. The loyve got a hundred and gave back a hundred. The Gemara says, "No, again, Whether if you look at it according to me, Carter, the time of the loan, there's no nashach, there's no tarbis. He gave a hundred, got back a hundred. The loyve gave, the loyve got a hundred and gave a hundred. The malve gave a hundred, got a hundred. So there's no, there's no nashach because the loyve, the malve didn't take more from the loyve, and there's no tarbis because the loyve didn't take, didn't give more than what he got. And if you go basulavasayif, you go according to the end, and you have both nashach and tarbis." Why? Because the loyver received the value of a danke, and he gave back the value of a chumsha. And and there's also tarbis because the malva gave the value of a danke and received the value of a chumsha. So he made he made an additional 14, 13, 14, something like that uh, coins. Yeah, we have this is that's the gemara. We have a few questions on this. Questions but understanding of this sugya. Yeah, what's Mikara? What's Lava Saif? How do you look at the Halva? Bikhlaw. First question is a very sophisticated question. When does the issue of ribis of ribis happen? When does the issue of ribis chal on 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 a transaction? You have a transaction. When does it when is this transaction defined as a kosher transaction? When is this transaction defined as a ribis transaction? Means what's the moment, the defining moment of a loan? The time of signing the document, the time you receive the money, that you give the money, or the time that means the time that the malva gives the money, or the time that the loiver returns the money. So obviously common sense would dictate, yeah, you think about it, that why should it be an issue of ribis when you lend money? According to simple logic, you go based on the end. Why? Because uh, so the chazok that people don't pay back on time. Some people don't pay back bechlal. 
So it could be that you're going to lend money and you're not going to end up with uh, with any payment. That's it's not it's not how the Gemara looks at it. So we're looking at a loan, and we know it's going to get paid back. It's a mitzvah and therefore we need to know when do we define this issue of ribis. If you define it, do you define it based in the beginning, on the giving moment? If there is no ribis at the time of signing the document, then there's no ribis at the time of payment. Ah? Uh? What? Yeah, that's the whole question. What do I mean? If, if I if, if the, the question of maya be maya and the value changes, there's a big there's a big difference if it's uh, if it's chalami karol v'asayf. Both both scenarios. I'm saying the, the real question is, and, and again, I could say whatever I want. If I lend you right now money and I tell you that you have to pay me back um, next year 150, I give you 100. I tell you next year pay me 150. It's the first scenario, and uh, and I don't tell you why. So it could be um could be that then I'm I'm throwing it in there. Could be there will be ribis at the end. Could be there won't be ribis at the end. You don't know if the value of the coin will drop because of inflation or because of the government's going to print a lot more money, and uh, so people will be happier with getting printed a lot more money. But it's going to make the value of the currency go down. The buying power, the defining of the value of the currency. Buying power of a dollar is going to go much less if there's many more dollars in the market. That's the Teva Ha'ilam. Teva Ha'ilam is that the more money floats around, the less each each of it is worth, or anything for that matter. Anything, the more of it floats around the world, the more the, the less value it has because it's easier to get. And uh, something which is which is less of, the value is more. So a currency could be currency that's based on on a real is backed by something which of value gold silver even gold so is backed by a real by something of real value it doesn't devalue it doesn't go up or down so drastically but something which is not based on value could go up and down drastically so today you have that question in any loan really you know, we're not going to go into the halacha now about it but today you really have the question in every loan because every currency Gets, there is inflation in the world, and currencies go up, currencies go down, mostly go down. And also you have to know based on which currency you're looking at. Yeah, If I'm in America, so we Americans believe that we have, that everybody should be pegged to the dollar because we're the ones who control the world, supposedly. So every currency is supposed to be based on us. But Lav Davka, the rest of the world, looks at it that way. It means if you're an Eretz so the value of the shekel is not only dependent on the dollar. It's also dependent on the local economy. The fact <coughs> is, the shekel, to, it's, it's a shayla like this, and this is we're going to get to later. The tzachkira, one becomes stronger, one became weaker. Yeah, when you have it, when you have it, you give shekels versus dollars. Yeah, we'll use examples everybody knows about. Shekels versus dollars, does, did the shekel get stronger or the dollar got weaker? Sometimes the answer is one way, sometimes the answer is the other way. It depends what happens in the world. So that's the question. You have to see. Sometimes it could be one, sometimes it could be the other. Huh? Sometimes it's both. Sometimes it's both. Sometimes it's both. Sometimes it's one or the other. Sometimes huh? What's the difference going to be? That's going to be if you look at the if you look at at, at one 
if you look that the currency gets to, if I, it depends which money I borrowed with. Uh, if I borrow shekels and the shekels went up in value, yeah, so the shaila is, do you go based on the value, do you go based on the quantity? If I lent you a thousand shekels and now I want to get back from you a thousand shekels a year later and the value of the shekels went up, yeah, because it's pegged to a different currency or for whatever reason it is, it went up. And maybe the Shaila Ribis. No, it doesn't make a difference. What's the reason? Yeah, sure it is. Because if if I lent you a thousand shekels and the shekels value is the same, the only reason why right now the shekel versus the dollar is worth less than it's to do. A lot of times people will peg in a lot of countries. Um, they peg their currencies to the dollar. And they peg the value based on the dollar. But Slav Dafka, that's the real value of the coin. Could be that the coin is worth more. Could be the coin is worth the same. Well, my the other currency fell. If you say Meikara, if you say Meikara and you go based on number and you don't care about the value, Bechal, the same number in the beginning, same number in the end, you don't have a problem. You care about value, then you have to decide how much you have to give at the end. If the value of your coin went up, yeah. Uh It's only if you have a stable currency. In America, you're used to it because a stable it's supposed to be a stable currency. Not much. Yeah, in the con- in other countries, they give an Eretz When you give a halva that's pegged to the dollar, you have a big shayla. It's a big shayla that the shayla of ribis. Yeah, very big shayla. Huh? Pegged to the dollar means I give you right now uh, three thousand shekels, and I say it's called halvat smuda That's the name, the official name of it. The regular loans, most loans are tzamud so what's you going to happen is, dollars? huh? So you basically owe American dollars. You owe American. That's the thing. You buy. The, you owe shekels according to American dollars value. So if it's I sold you the coins. Did I sell you dollars for this price, or did I just lend you shekels and I told you it's back to the other price? Child of definition. This kind of smuda is always to the dollar, to the American dollar. In recent, uh, as far as I know, yes, that's the. Whether it's good economically or not, I don't know. It's not my field of expertise, but it's that's how they do it. Huh? It's all, yeah, but it's a shail of ribis. If it's Tamud, it's a shail of ribis. It's a shail of ribis regardless of what changes. If I give you more shekels, it's a shail of ribis. If I go based on Kamus, I go Meikara, there's no Meikara. By definition of Tamud, there's no more Meikara. Yeah, it's the Vasaif. I define it as Levasev, but the Shaila is if we paskin that we go Meikara, then I don't care what I wrote in the paper. If the halacha is that Ribis gets defined Meikara, then when I make a halvat smuda and that loan that's attached to the dollar, the price goes uh, and it's Ribis, yeah. So the whole question of Meikara is only if it's set, you're going based on the amount. It could also be based on value. Because if the value changes and it goes higher, and I'm giving you right now the same amount of coins, but it's worth more. It's not always be ribis. Huh? If the value changes and we go to Yeah? Then we have a problem. 
Mikara, I say I don't care about the fluctuation of the price. I gave you it's, a, it's, it's I gave you this value then. I want this value back. So there's no ribbis. If I go to Vasoif, then it's a shayla. How to define it? Yeah, now the Gemara doesn't tell you whether you go Mikar or Levasayf. Second question is, what is Mikar and what is Levasayf? Do we look at the numbers? Do we look at the value? Do we look at the quantity? Do we look at the value? That's the two questions. Huh? Yeah. When I when I lend $100, do I look at the $100 as a number? Is there $100 in my pocket? And there's $100 going out of my pocket. Or do I look at the $100... At what the hundred dollars is worth. Now, for each person, hundred dollars worth something else. I could measure it. There could be hundred dollars could be measured by how much cans of coke I could buy. The hundred dollars could be measured. Uh, depends on what age you are. It could be measured how many, uh, you know, mic and axe you could buy, or it could be measured how much uh, silver you could buy, or how much gold you can buy. Huh? If you go based on the camus? Yeah. Because if I tell you, if I tell you that I'm asking you for more. Yeah, and we go based on kamus, and we don't consider the value of bichlal, then it's always going to be ribis. Huh? It doesn't matter if you have to connect the value also. It's a value. The, which one is the main one? The value or the or the quantity? Kamus on its own, there's no difference. If I tell you mechatchila, we go only. It's only based on kamus and only miikara. Then. There is because I'm going to end up losing ultimately if the if, if the currency yeah, goes down. Right, but the question is, what is what's the yeah? Then then it goes based on commas. There's not a child of ribis, but it doesn't make sense to go based on commas, which is what we're going to go get to later. It doesn't always make sense to go based on commas if the currency loses. Yeah, that's the whole child. If you look at currency like fruits or like a, or based on how many fruits you can buy. Yeah, Let's continue. <laughs> I don't know if it's the same situation, but. What happens if, let's say, a wine, a bottle of wine? Yeah. It wouldn't change, but the only reason why it changed was, for example, with the, with the, because of the, what happened in America, there was a period whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, okay. So it was a very it was a very expensive bottle. It was like a very, yeah. it, was a, it was made only because of him. Well, the okay. fact that now he's not, a, it's more expensive, less expensive. Well, we're not, we're talking about coins now. The, the, about Paris, we're not discussing uh, so It's a whole different, it's a whole different uh, story. Wine goes into the category of fruits. Question is, if coins go into the category of fruits, also or not? Yeah, then and if it's a deray, says it yet sebedayana or not? Who is the kula? The kula is who's going to be over the nisr. If I pay you more, if the levi is paying you more, is he over the nisr or not? And that's if you look at it mitzad ribis. And we've got a whole different sugi. If you look at it as ribis is mitzad gzeila, ribis is mitzad something else. Why do I have to pay back ribis? Because I was over the Israel or because I stole something from you? Who's over the Israel? Now, I'm over Israel because I took it, or am I over Israel because you gave it, or both of us are over Israel? Who has to do tshuva? And how do you do tshuva? The Edom also. The Edom are the worst because they didn't make any money off the transaction. 
Yeah, that's a whole separate, uh, I'll give a share on that at a different time. What's the definition of ribis if it falls? Which category does ribis fall into? Yeah, so the question is, what? why do I have to pay back ribis? Because it's also for me to take ribis. So the money I took from you, is that money I stole from you or not? The only reason I, I have it in my possession is because I made an agreement with you, you're going to pay it to me. So you gave it to me willingly. Why am I a Gazlan? We compare it to Gazlan. So that's a Shailas. That goes back to what's the Suffolk that I bond the Kula. If it's a Suffolk Zayla that I bond on, or who we make along? Is it on the, is it, is, the Kula is that you're allowed to keep the Zayla, or the Kula is that uh, I don't have to pay you. I don't have to assist you to be Gazel me because it's a Suffolk. Okay. Okay, there is, before we continue in, there is a sugya in Perek Hazav, which is a previous Perek, which is not in your book, but it's in your booklet, as I printed it in the beginning. Sugya in Perek Hazav, the beginning of Perek Hazav, starts with an interesting uh, question. Everybody knows that you want to buy something which is metal and something which is movable, not land. You're kidding by Meshecha, by pulling, taking hold, taking possession of it. Yeah, so if you don't do Meshecha, if I pay for something and I didn't do Meshecha, the Shaila is, and the Shaila, there's no Kenyan, there's no Kenyan, I could change my mind, you could change your mind. Yeah, or the one who, the one who got the money doesn't have to sell it to you, just give it back the money and goodbye. Yeah, so the Mishnah opens up by saying Azov Kainas Akesef, Akesef Enekainas Azov, Nechoshes Kainas Akesef, Akesef Enekainas and Nechoshes. Yeah? Because if I want to buy Zohov, yeah, and I pay for it with Kesef, I want to buy a certain amount of golden coins, and I pay for it with silver coins, which is a standard currency. So a silver coin is considered a Matbeya. A golden coin is considered paytas, still metal. So the only way a Kenyan could be finished is when the oven, when the buyer does Meshicha on the coins of gold. Because they're paytas. But if I only gave, if the sell, if the buyer wants to buy the coins, only gave the silver coins, but didn't do Meshicha on the golden coins, and there's no kaina, ain't a kaina. Yeah, that's the words of Mishnah. That's a kasef, ain't a kaina, says Zav. I'm giving the kasef. I'm not making a kinyan on the Zav, because I didn't do a Meshicha on the Zav yet. Same thing with copper, the Chayishas. And the Gemara afterwards explains in the next, uh, next page what's the difference between kasef and Zav and the Chayishas. That kasef, the words of the Gemara, is, it's a kharif, it's, it's a stronger. Rashi explains what a zecharif means. It's what's used regular, regularly in, for, for purchasing. It moves from one person to another. It's a currency, which is the standard currency to use. But gold and the chayshas are not that strong of a currency. Yeah, and this is the Rishonim over there. I'm going to get into it now. What's considered charif? When Where does the matbeya have to be? Uh, what's considered... Uh, y- 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 uh, 
does that mean in every country? Does that mean in Eretz Does that mean only in the location where you're talking about? Do we look only at our location? How do we define a coin versus a coin which is Kharif versus a coin which is not Kharif? Yeah, and based on that, the question what's considered paid and what's not considered paid? Which coin is considered a pre? Which coin is not considered a paid? Yeah, that's the that's the sugi over there. Why is it important to understand the sugi? Because there are two sugis which are connected to this. One's in Pedekazov, one's in Pedekagoizo. And those two sugis are in your book. And those are the two sugis which are intertwined in the whole, in this whole sugi. Yeah, let's go through the Rishayinim, which go through the sugi, go through the summary of the Rishayinim. You have the Ritva. The Ritva explains, now, there's, there's uh, on, on Bob Metzir, you have two Ritvas. You have the old Ritva, which is... Uh, then you have a newer, the new ritva. Yeah? They call it the Chadosh. And we're looking at the new ritva. The old ritva doesn't have that much. Uh, the old ritva was Miyuchas um, Teramban, So we're looking at the newer ritvas. The new ritva, over there, he explains like this. First of all, he tells you, yeah, you have to go Basar Mikara, Basar Basayf. Yeah, you can't. Do you can't choose one case to go mikara, one case lavasayf? It's clear the gemara when the gemara says ibasim mikara ibasim lavasayf, it's not telling you that you go one way or the other. It's not telling you that you choose, pick and choose which one to go by. That you can go both ways. If you want to be machmed on the on the malve, you'll choose which one to go mikara, which one lavasayf. If you want to be machmed on the love, you'll choose which one to be going mikara, which one lavasayf. That's not how it goes. It has to be either one way or the other. And then he tells you the reason why the Gemara doesn't tell you from Ikara Lavasev is Pshita, it's a Pashita thing, simple thing. Pasik says, Lo is a simun all of Neshech. Don't place upon him Neshech. Huh? It's the Siritva Diva Maschavatisbara. It's on the same page. He says, towards the end of that paragraph, it's Pashit, it says, Lo is a simun all of Neshech. Don't place upon him Neshech. When you place it upon him in the beginning. So obviously, we go, Meikara, and that's so positive, the Gemara didn't have to tell you about it. Yeah, so first of all, the Ritva clear, you go, Meikara. Then the Gemara, then the Ritva continues, why is this different than Sa'abasa'a? We know Sa'abasa'a is as follows. According to the Chachamim, okay, Midarai Sa'abasa'a is Abanon, the child of Sa'abasa'a is, I lend you a Sa'a of fruits, in condition that you're going to give back to me a sell of fruits down the line in a different date. And the Chachamim are Aisret. Well, there's certain ways around it. The Chachamim are Aisret. Why? Because maybe the value of the fruits is going to go up between now and then. Yeah? And if the value went up, if a se'ah of potatoes today was worth a certain amount of money, se'ah of chitim was worth a certain amount of money, and then when the value went up, in three months I pay you back, the value of the self chitim is more. And I pay you the same self chitim back. So I gave you ribbis rabbonon because you made now more value than what it is. As we look at the value to a certain degree. So the chayra, if I lend a hundred, and to get back a hundred, should be the same shayla of se'ah b'se'ah. If I give you in coins, which are going to be coins which fluctuate, Maybe it should also be Asr. According to Chachamim, it's not Sa'ab So the Ritva says very simple. It says, by Pere Yekiri Vizili. Fruits have a tendency to fluctuate in price. More than, more than coins. Yeah? 
Why is that? Especially those because fruits. It all depends on the depends on the Abishta, depends on the market, it depends on the today. The value of it, the value of, of, of a of a cucumber, the value of an avocado depends on a few things. It's coming from Mexico. The value of avocado has to depend on the weather in Mexico, first of all. If the weather is too cold, then half of the avocados go kaput. They don't reach the same uh, the same size they're supposed to, and they go bad, or they never they never grow. So you have less avocados in the market. It depends on how they're getting along in the border over there. If it takes too long to bring the trucks through, then it costs more. If there is snow, if it's a cold uh, cold weather and there's snow and there's ice, and it takes a truck, instead of taking him five days to get from the flower, from the California border to uh, to New York, it takes him 10 days because he's stuck in a snowstorm and somewhere in Ohio or Pennsylvania, then he's uh, it costs more also. More gas, you have to pay the trucker for longer, you can only drive him no more than eight hours. A lot of things can happen. It rains too much, it could ruin the fruits. It doesn't rain at all, there's less fruits growing. So the fruits are based on that. There's a lot of things that can make a fruit change. In the olden days, the Gemara used the example of rain. Rain was the thing that made a difference. Today, you have a lot more things can go wrong in a fruit until you get it to you. And that's why whoever buys fruits and vegetables on a regular basis, we'll see that you could get a tomato today for 99 cents a pound, and you get a tomato in two weeks, it'll be 279 a pound, or 329 a pound, the same tomato. Right? And that's, uh, depends which uh, which places you go to, and, and also you'll see, something you pay attention to, it's not relevant to this year, that when you're paying 329 for a tomato, it doesn't look as good as a 99 cent tomatoes. Because Sai, it's harder to get them, and Sai, they don't have enough. The reason why this is because it's less in the market. So they have to sell you also the ones that have spots in them. Usually, if it's a good, if it's a good crop, they'll throw out all the ones that look bad. They'll sell them to tomato sauce plants. Like this, they have to sell also the bad ones. Yeah, so when it comes to sell, besides the shiloh, the fruits go up and down. So the coins don't go up and down. Yeah, now that's it. The Ramban also says, Kaimalon, the Bilsa and that's why he says that Se'ah, he does compare Se'ah B'Se'ah. He says, Se'ah B'Se'ah, that's why, because you go Me'ikara, that's why Se'ah B'Se'ah, but then I says is, is, is Mutter. Because we go Me'ikara, so we don't care what the value is going to change. Se'ah B'Se'ah is Mutter Midr, I say. It's Asr Midr The original answer to Peter is not money because it's just more obvious. Yeah. Is he Mazra? Huh? Is he Mazra? Who? The the Ramban does tafke does not masbirechilu. He compares coins to sabesal. Just because since meikara, since we we know we follow meikara, that's the halacha. So b'meila by sabesal, there's no issue with the rice. Only the Ramban. Yeah, and there and uh, and we don't look bichlal at the change of the. And he says even if you want to go levasayif, there's no. Difference in we never look at the value, we look at by coins, we don't look at the value, we look at the, the actual the coins are more stable, we look at the coins, and therefore, even if you go to Vasaif, there's not going to be any ribis, only by Salvasavis, you would have that question. You go according to the amount, yeah. And the Muki Yosef is is uh, the Muki Yosef also in our Mishnah. He also says Bosser Mikara, Zlini Gomi Kara. 
And therefore, he says that when in the Mishnah tells us, when you lend, if I lend you two salah chitim to get back three, or if I lend you uh, four de, a, a, a salah, which is four dinarim, to get back five dinarim, it's, and then the value changes, and the value drops, and now two salahs worth three, means two salah then, the value of two salah. Then is the same as three saw today, so I'm not making any money. Since we go meikara, so it's ribis dead ice. He calls it ribis dead. Doesn't say the rabbanon ribis dead ice. We go meikara. If the value changes, the value changes. It makes no difference. It makes no difference. It still remains isur dead ice. And therefore, it's yotze bedayon. Saw b'saah is being that in the beginning. You didn't determine any extra amount, same saw, and in the end, it could be the value changed. So, therefore, it's only awesome with the Rabban, it's not yet to be the Yaman. Yeah, and then we have the Ram. The Ram is the last one that Hashem we're going to discuss. The Ram says, first of all, he says that if we're talking about, he wants to differentiate Neshech and Tarbis. Yeah, a, 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 a difference. That's by Neshech. It would make sense to go meikara. Why? Because neshech is defined me telling you how much I want. To, I want to take more from you. Yeah, I'm the malve, and I'm taking. I'm notifying you that I'm going to take more from you. So neshech is defined meikara. So if you want to look at neshech, we meikara. Because in the beginning, I say a hundred. Huh? Huh? When I tell you, when I did, when I make a deal with you, that I'm giving you a hundred on condition you give me a hundred and twenty, I am I am stating that I want neshech, so I should be over the issue of neshech then. But tarbis means that I'm making more money off you. When do I make more money off you? When I get the money. So there, huh? I'm only, you're only, he's only losing the money when he has to pay you. Not, not yeah, so that's the thing is when if, if you want to dif- differentiate Neshach means that I am that I'm going to take from you something which you didn't give me. I'm going to take from you something which I did not give you. And Tarbis means that my bank account is going to grow higher. It's going to be I'm going to make money off you. So when do I make money off you? When you pay me. And it was safe. But the definition of Neshech is when I place on you this Neshech. So it seems. Ah? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he says, because that, he, the way that Ran explains it is that Neshech is, is based on your, when when I place the, 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 the restriction on you. And Tarbis is a, is, a, is a reality question. Was there Tarbis or there is no Tarbis? So that's the Chayra should be, that's the question of the Gemara, Mikara Levasayf. Yeah? Even though Piswara, you could say one or the other. And the Gemara says, no, you can't separate the two. You can't have Neshech without Tarvis. You can't have Tarvis without Neshech. You can't start saying that one happens in the beginning, one happens in the end. It doesn't make sense. Therefore, you have to have Neshech. When you look at me, it's both them together. Either there is Neshech and there is Tarvis, or there is no Neshech and there is no Tarvis. You can't have one without the other. Yeah, and then the, the Ran says, but Linian dinner, we go Meikara. We go Basar Meikara. And therefore, and therefore, um, if there is, and, and, and it says, and, and, and then there is the Nigomi Kara, if there's Neshech, if in the beginning I give you a higher number, then it's Midera, 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 then it
And if I don't give you, if I don't place on you a higher number from the beginning, then it's not that I should go mikara. Doesn't tell you what it is. It says, but by the only shaila is that it's for sure, it's for sure motor. Even though it goes up, even though it goes up, it's midrash says no iser. Then he ends, he says, if you give a halva of meya be meya, by for a hundred, afa gav the ikur baser hachi, even though the value went up, midairai sashari. He doesn't say it's motor, the midairai sashari. Yeah. Now, it's interesting to point out that he uses the words midairai sashari, and he continues after saying that sa'ab sa'ab midairai sashari means he compares the two, the sa'ab sa'ab to this. And he adds that by coins, when he says by coins, mea be mea, and the value went up, midairai sashari. So, Mackenzie, you could think, and you could be medayik from the Ran, that he would hold that mea be mea, if the value goes up, midairabana, it's still awesome. Even though we go mehikara, this whole question of of of, uh, of meikara, it's parallel to salvasa, and therefore midrash is shorting. Maybe the it's not. Exactly, does he hold like that? Lamaisa, I don't know, but we can be like that from the now. So that's the the ritva, Yosef, Ran, and. Uh, could be just uses matbeah lash, but nobody else uses the word midaraisa shari. So you could say it midarabanan is still still also. Yeah, could be. But I'm not saying for sure. He doesn't write it. I can't tell you for sure he holds that way, but that's what it looks like. The hagoyes ashri on the rosh. Let's see. You have in the rosh where it says hagoy. First rosh on this pedic is hagoyes ashri. And there is that Gosa Shri says that there's a suffix if we go Mikara oil of a soif, there's no conclusion of the suffix. We don't know if we go Mikara of a soif. Therefore, if you land a hundred and you and you can condition you can get back 120 and the value went down, you're not allowed to take the extra 20 because we have a suffix. You have a suffix if we cut our yoga safe, therefore you're not allowed to take the extra 20. Is the light allowed to give you the 100? Huh? Is the light allowed to give you the 100? Which case? 100 versus 120? So if, if, if it's 100 to 100. So that's the thing. If it's 100 to 100, from the mashmos of the Ashri, and the same thing is from the Mardachai, if it's Loy Mesapkalon, we have a problem on both. Luchayra, we have a problem on both. Huh? You have no idea. You could, you definitely could pay according to the if the value went up, you pay according you pay less, for sure. Huh? You're always paying less. Yeah, you go to Suffolk, you're always paying less. Yeah, you're always paying less. If it's a Suffolk and it's a Suffolk of Ribis, you're always paying less. If it's a Suffolk, they're nice. Yes, technically, it's also ice for the labor to give less. Um, no, he just never finished paying back his loan. Ah, uh, he never finished back his loan. He still has a chayv to the person. I want him to do it. So I can tell you, tell you, I have a suffolk. You want me to do that? I see. You want me to mevater on those thirteen cents? What are we, like? What am I supposed to do now? You want me to be over the issue of ribbons? I can't. The, the Eibushter is bigger than your bank account. There is a mitzvah to pay back. So the question is, if paying that amount is enough to be pointed to you from the chiyuv or not? 
Then that's that's where you that's where you define it. So you part of the sick. So, what do you mean? Maybe maybe the two we do know paying back your loan and paying back are connected to each other. Right? They are always connected to each other. Yeah. So, so paying so, back is a chiyuv. You have to pay back, and you have a chiyuv, and you have a iser to pay back. Is it considered paying back when you pay back? Uh, if it's a suffix, if it's a suffix, then it's a, you always stay in the suffix if you paid back or not. But uh, it's clear that you go to the That's a separate. Uh, so if brings the the, the manchem. He goes meikar. You go. You go meikar. Yeah, then there was the story which I mentioned last time. I didn't go through all the details. Go through it now about the story that happened in Greece. It wasn't a story. It was a bunch of stories. But there were one story which was uh, which was in the chuvas. A few other chuvas, a few other stories along the chuvas of that time. And it's basically, you have to remember, there's three kinds of coins that we're talking about over here. It's an introduction. You have the Valencia coin, which is a Spanish coin, strong coin. You have what they call Levonim. And you have the Grushim. Grushim were the smaller coins, or maybe not the coins in that country, in Greece at the time. Coins that we're totally discussing over there. There was over here, Reuven sold 40 Valencias to Shimon. And he told him, I'm selling you these 40 Valencias at the price of 101 Levanim per Valencia. So 40 Valencias times 101 is 4,040. And you have to pay me back. You have to pay me in two months. That's how he says. That's the start as they sold you. Sold you four, 40 Valencias, the hundred price of 101 Levanim each. So it's 40, 40. Four, 4, 000, and 40. 4040. 40. No Hatterisk. No Hatterisk. I sold you the coins at that value. At the time, and he says a condition when you have to pay me, you have to pay me with Grushim, good Grushim, good high quality Grushim that are. And everything. At that point, each grush was worth 50 levanim. Therefore, he makes a deal, right? You have to pay me in good grushim. Each grush is worth 50. So 50 times 40 is, is uh, yeah, 80, 80 grushim. Each one's worth 50. That's 4,000. And another 40 levanim. Like this, you're going to pay me back the loan in grushim plus 40 levanim. So it's going to be. 50, uh, it's going to be 80 grushim. Each one's worth 50 plus 40 levan. Yeah, and then he can, and then he concludes, the shark concludes by repeating again. You have to pay until pruta achreina and good, and good, good, yeshanim that are used, grushim, which are good. Two months later, supposed to pay back. What happened during these two months? The king made a gzera. You can't sell grushim for 50 Levanim each. Each grush can't be sold for more than 40 Levanim each. That means, that means each grush now lost value. Because until now, each grush was worth 50 Levanim. Now it's worth only 40 Levanim. So now comes the time. We have to see based on what are we looking at. The Shtar says, pay me 80 grushim and 40 Levanim. 
But now 80 grushim, mm-hmm. each grush is only worth 40, not 50. The same time, the same shtar tells you, I sold you by 40 Valencias. Yeah? And each Valencia is worth 101. Levanim. But you have to pay with grushim. So do we go on the number of 80 grushim? Or do we go on the number of 101 Levanim? Valencia is still 101 Levanim. If you go, the, the lender says, the Reuven says, you go uh, based on the, the value of the Grushim. I told you Grushim. It's a Shailen Libis because when I sold you the coins, I didn't actually, I gave, it's, it's, I gave you the coins. It's written below Shemecher, but it's a Shailen of Libis. If I, could, I sold something. Yeah, but I'm giving you coins. I'm going to get back coins. Huh? And with a certain amount of time. I gave you money, get back money. I mean, I sell you... No, because a half dollar is of a different value. It's a different kind of value. The the, the silver coins? If you pay at that time, yeah. If you don't pay, if you pay later, if you pay later, it's a shot. If I sell you a product, if I don't have it in Stockholm, do I have a sell your product and I have to, you have to pay me. When does it, uh, when does it, it's a shot. When did this, when did this loan happen? Yeah, let's say, right. I sold you these coins today. And you made a mashiach, and these coins became yours today. But you're not paying me back. You're not paying me yet. I tell you, you have a payment plan. In three months, you have to pay me for it. So now, your ischivas to pay me happened today. But you're paying me back. You're paying me in three months. If the value changes between now and then, it's a shail of ribis. Why? Because the money that you're supposed to pay me today becomes as if I lent it to you today. Because you're holding it. You're not paying it to me. It's my money in your bank account. And then when you pay me, you're paying the loan. There's not such a thing as a, as a, as a Kenyan. When there's not such a thing as a sale without getting paid. Ah, there's money over there. So the fact that I'm pushing off the payment is because I give you a, a loan for a long-term uh, a loan. And there is every, every transaction with a payment plan is essentially a loan. Logically, yeah, that's why you we have problems with giving discounts and when something you don't have or doing early birds and stuff like that because the money that you're holding for a product that was not delivered yet or the other way around the product was delivered and no money whoever is holding the money is borrowing the money for a term. What's the problem? Ribis. If you give if you give more, it's ribis. If you give more than the amount. Or if you give more than the value, or the value changed. So the question is, how do you look at this transaction? I can't walk over to you now, pull out a hundred dollar bill from my pocket, and tell you I'm selling you this hundred dollar bill for hundred and fifty, and you and you pay me back next year. Could you keep, let's say, one set of that thing or whatever? If it's start, a, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm not selling it to anyone. Wait till you give all the sets to someone. And then sell the set for that same price, and then jack up the price. What do you mean? So you, you, you're taking your money, yeah, for an early thing, whatever, yeah, and keep something on the side which you didn't sell yet. One thing, if you have it in stock, you have much less of a problem. Problem is, when you don't have something in stock, and it's only money over here, I gave you the coins, I sold you the coins. I sold you, it's a loan, whichever way you want to look at it. Yeah, so that's so this change of of of. Of, uh, of, of value of coins affected the whole country, the whole area. A lot of Shilas came up because of that. 
sign loans, sign business transactions, sign people getting paid for work. You have the Marshach wrote four children on this topic. One of them is about the story. The other ones are about other stories. The Marshach, regarding regarding this concept in general, this four children of the Marshach, this specific story has an element which makes it different than the other stories. So in this story, the Rabban and Paskin pretty much the same, but for different reasons. Going take looking at it from different angles. But in general, yeah. In general, the the Marashach first starts in Chelakav Simon Samach Beis. He says, first of all, he says, I feel bad. It's hardly all I have said. I feel bad that people lost money because of, because of this Gzeira. But each year there's be Matzdik Asadin and absorb this loss that he got because of this Gzeira. Then he starts saying, then, he, then the Marashach starts explaining the Sugi in the Gemara in Bavakama in Perek HaGoyzel. He says, if I lend a Malvis Havera Lamadbeya, I lend you um, merchandise on a coin. It means I lend you merchandise for a, you know, I decide and we make it a time that when the time comes back, when the kind of time comes to pay it, you will pay me with a matbeya with a certain coins according to the value of this merchandise. It's like my but you're not paying now, so that's why it's halva. Defined as halva. That's the definition. If I give you product now, and I give you a payment plan. I lent you product according to today's value. That's a malvus chaveira. I'm not bad. And then this coin, nifsal matbeya. This coin is no longer is nifsal. Can't use it anymore. It's out of now they use this. They passed this coin from from being used. And there's a different coin being used now. So Rav says. You give him atbeya yoitze boise show. Yeah? You give him, you pay him according to the new coin, according to the value now, what the yoitze at this time. And Shmuel says, no, you could tell him, go to the city of Mishan where they still use the old coins, and I'm paying you with the old coins. I, these coins have no value where I am now. These coins are nothing. You go take them and melt them. That's the only value you get out of it. Take all these pennies and do nothing with them. It's old currency. Go to another country where the old currency is still, another city where this old currency is still in circulation. Yeah, and then over there you have Rashi and Taisus, and Taisus explains that that um, that uh, there's no difference whether it's really a loan of Schaira from Adbeya or if it's a loan of a matbeya towards a matbeya, if the matbeya goes bad, nifsal matbeya, then you could pay him, you pay him now according to what those coins were worth because you took a matbeya, you're paying back a matbeya, ah, it's a different matbeya, it's not a problem. Yeah. So the marshach says, asks a question. He says, the first question, no, it's not a question on this, it's a practical question. If a coin gets devalued, if it doesn't become totally possible, does it mean does it to, totally out of circulation? Does that is that considered nifsal matbeya, and therefore you could pay a different uh, di- uh, with a different coin, or no? We say it got devalued, but it's not uh, nifsal; doesn't have a new category. Yeah. So he says, even though according to he says he says the in the case of this grushim, yeah, since the grushim got devalued, if we say that grushim and and um, 
that the grushim which became devalued the same as a matbeah shenifsa, then you pay according to today's value. You don't pay according to the value at the time of the loan. The same as by nifsa, you pay according to today's value in today's coins. Same thing by uh, by uh, went down. Who's all? You also pay in today's value going to today's coins. He says, no, you can't say that. Because over there, by the time, in the, in, in, in the Gemara over there, it's talking about the country which had one coin in circulation. That coin became totally possible. So you have two problems. First of all, you have no other coin to use. So you have to use a new coin. Second of all, it became totally possible. Over here, you're talking about there's other coins involved in the transaction. And it didn't become totally possible. So therefore, you can't say that you could pay according to the new, 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 uh, new value. And if there's a loss, the loss goes on the malva. Huh? What do you say? There's Levanim and there's, and there's Valencias. Huh? Yeah. No. Huh? He's, he pays in Grushim. He doesn't pay in Levanim. The question of Levanim and Grushim don't get it. If it's only Grushim versus Grushim, that coin still exists. It only got devalued. Didn't go out of circulation. And there's other coins that are also still being used. Even that coin itself is still in circulation. Grushin. LMI, it's a different value. It's less of a value. Can you say that a certain part of it is now in the valuation? That you broke a piece off? Shmuel says it goes to a different city. Yeah. Over there it's valued more. Meaning over there it has a value. So you could say that in your city it lost. 10%, and 10% of it is now what I You can't, I don't think, uh, he doesn't seem to look at it that way. And then he says, he says that, that, that uh, and another reason he says that you follow based on, that you can't compare the two, he says because these coins, this Grushim, probably made from the Chayshad, they were made from copper, I think, I'm not sure, or, and those coins are considered paid as not Matbeah. And being that they're considered paytas, yeah, and what's the definition of paytas? Paytas, the definition is something which the fluctuation in value is due to, is in itself. That means the fruits, the fluctuation in value is dependent, is, uh, the value of it is dependent on something which happened to these fruits. And these coins also, the devaluation the, the, the or, or going up or going down is dependent on the actual coin. And therefore, it doesn't make a difference if the value goes up or the value goes down. You have to pay the grushim according to the what was determined at the time of the halva. And he says, if it goes up, the malva is going to benefit of it. And if it goes down, the malva is going to lose of it. But the loyva has to pay what he said. He got a coin. The coin is not out of circulation completely. Only got devalued, or if it would go up also, whichever way you would look at it, you go me. Carter, you go up into the beginning. This is the number you took. Doesn't mean we don't look at the value. Yeah, and then the same thing in another chuva in, in Simonine base. The third chuva, which is a Simon Kofiud Aleph, that's the one about this specific story. And over there, he passed in this specific story. Being that it's not written that I'm lending you Grushim to get back Grushim. It says I'm selling you Valencias for a price of 4,040 Levanum. And you should pay me in Grushim. Yeah, so he has to pay him 
in Levonim, because what what's the what's the sale over here? The sale over here is not Grushim. The loan is not Grushim. The loan is 4,040 Levonim. That's the loan. So you have to pay him back on Levonim. You have to pay him 4,040 Levonim, because that's the sale. That's the loan. That's the, 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 the transaction is 4,040 Levonim. The when I tell you pay me in Grushim, is I'm only telling you as which bills I want you to pay me with. So I could tell you I want you to pay me with the new $20 bills or the old $20 bills, the ones with the strip or without the strip, or I want to check with a picture of a light of a lighthouse, or I want to check with a picture of a, of a deer. So I just told you which how to pay me. But the transaction is 4040 So because that's a transaction, so that's the that's why it's uh, that's why in that case you have to pay him four thousand and forty Levon. And it's mashma if it wouldn't be written, if that wouldn't be written in the shtar, if the shtar would only say 80 grushim and 40 levanim, he would talk, you only have to pay 80 grushim and 40 levanim. You wouldn't have to pay a total of 4,040 levanim. 4,040 levanim, according to the new price, comes out to 100 grushim. Right? Because if each grush was worth 50, then you, then to get to 4,000, you have to give 80 grushim. If each grush is worth only 40, to get to 4,000, you have to give 100 grushim. So if he would pay with Grushim now, he would have to pay 100 Grushim. 101, because 44, four, each Grush is worth 40. So you have 100 to cover the 4,000, and another Grush to cover the last 40. Yeah, and then the same thing in, in, in the fourth Chuvah, which is in Chelek Bey, Simon and Gimel. The Marashach also writes shortly, it's a very short Chuvah. And he says, all you have to give is, is the grusha shenosan loy rak sach hamois, the quantity of grusha that you got. Afa pishek, afis sach ha grusha shenimtza shemachze loy pochas. Even though when you look at the quantity of the grusha, you'll be probably giving him back less. It's a different case. Hmm? It's a different case. Oh, no, different case. This specific case is different because of the contract. This would be the same case like the, the, the loans in Arkansas, which are... Yeah, if if it's done in such a way that I'm selling you right now, the, I'm not lending. What I'm doing right now is I'm selling you a thousand dollars. I write in the star, selling you a thousand dollars at three point twelve shekels, or I'm selling you, I'm selling you whatever shekels at this and this amount per dollar, and I want to get paid in shekels on that. Uh, when they get paid in shekels, but what I sold you is dollars. I don't mind. I gave it to you in at, at I sold you dollars at that at that price. It doesn't work if I sell you if I give you shekels. It only works over here because he sold in Valencias. He didn't sell in Grusham. If we'd give him Grusham and get back paid Grusham, this wouldn't work. Only work because you have two different currencies over here. If I sell you that you sell dollars, I give you a thousand dollars, and I tell you. I'm giving you these dollars at the price of 3.2 shekels a dollar, and then, huh? Huh? Then, even if the value of the grushim changes, it went down, you don't have to pay more. That's the other cases. This case is because there was more than one currency involved. That's what the mashach says. The mashach says, paying back in Levonim. Huh? Give balances, yeah. The Divrei Rivas also takes also takes that uh, takes same Gemara and Babakama, and he says that uh, he says that that he says that yeah that, that that if a coin gets devalued, it does it is considered it is considered that it becomes possible. Awesome. 
It's like possible. Yeah? So therefore, we would have thought, it would make sense to say, that you should pay according to the value. Being that he sold him according to the original value. So being that he sold him these Valencias at 4040 and he has to pay him back in Groshim, so he would have to pay him, he would have to pay him now the Groshim, in Groshim based on the original, means pay him now based on the original value of the loan. Means you pay him more, we have to pay more Groshim to cover the original value of the loan. Yeah, and he has to pay, and, and, and he says like this, and what's his deal over here? He says, when I gave you, when I lent you the, the when I gave you this Valencias, and I told you they're at 101 apiece, and I told you pay me back 80 Grushim, so obviously, and, and 40 Levanim, what did I tell you? The Grushim that I want are a Grush that's worth 50, 50 Levanim each, because that's how I wrote in the star. You come to me and you're paying me now with Grushim that are worth 40 apiece. It's not the same coin. It's not the same coin. It's not the same one. I made a deal with you. So you're stuck. I tell you, pay me back in Grushim, but the way I define the Grushim is based on that calculation. It's like me telling you, I'm lending you now uh, a, thousand, uh, a thousand Grushim, that each one of them is worth 50 Levanim. And you have to pay me back a thousand Grushim. Yeah? And you have to pay me back at this and this time. So if I then come and I pay you back with Grushim that are worth 40, I'm not paying you the same. I'm not paying you the loan. It's not what we made up. We made up. You're going to pay me with Grushim that are worth 50 each. Huh? No way out. There is no way out. You have to wait till it goes back up. Yeah. Technically. Huh? Yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the Manashach. And the Divarivas. Yeah, both of them, it seems pretty clear, both of the he says it, the, the, the maskan of it is you have to pay him according to the value of 101 Levanim, because that's what's written in the Shtar. Yeah, but if it wouldn't be if it wouldn't not have been written in the Shtar, it seems like he holds like the Manashach, that you would only have to pay the 80 Grushim plus 40 Levanim and not and not a hundred Grushim. Since the Shtar wrote it in such a way that he's selling Valencias for 101, so that's how you ended up with it. Yeah, that's the Marashach. The Marashdam is chilek on them completely. The Marashdam starts by saying, uh, we'll call it a very strong statement. He says, I thought that the Sochrim would figure it out between themselves and to stop fighting. But they didn't do that. Each one went his own way. And therefore, I have to say what I think about this case. Even though I know that somebody else already was uh, said what he thinks about the case also. So therefore, I also have to write what I think about it. Now, the Marashdam was older, was older than both the Marashach and the Divarivas. The, all of them were, were, uh, were the Bonim in Greece. At the same... Huh? Um, late 1500s, I think. Late 1500s. Mid, mid to late 1500s. Um, just interestingly, at that time, Greece, the Ottoman Empire, gave a lot of leeway for Rabbonim to Pascha and Cheshem Mishpat. You go through the chuvas of those generations of the Greek rabbis who have, you have full chuvas and Cheshem Mishpat, a lot more. In Europe, you didn't have that much. The Rabbonim, the Tzimach Tzedek, the chuvas and Cheshem Mishpat were not printed till, till America. The rest of the set was printed in Europe. Tzimach Tzedek was printed only in America because was issues that Rabbanim and all that are in the monetary things of these guys make these decisions. In the by Greece, it was. Yes, the Marashdam says 
He has one of the first long tshuva on the topic in Simonayin Hey, Chashmish Bat Simonayin Hey, and he says that from the pashtos of the from, from the simple lashon of the Gemara, it seems that if I borrow a certain amount of money, whether it goes up, whether it goes down, I have to pay that amount that I borrowed, and that's it. And he brings the Gemara and Babakame and Rashi and Taisus, and he says, "Taka from there, from what they, uh, from what from what seems over there, yeah, if the if the coin." If the coin would was not nifsal, it just went down. If you read the simple wording of the Gemara, you would think you pay back the old coin, and uh, and uh, and your potter. So you would have to pay only eighty groshim. And then he says, It's not possible for somebody to understand such a concept. I sell you merchandise for a certain amount of money." And I want to make of it profit. Now, there's a certain margin of profit for every product. You know, you have a certain certain products, the margin of profit is, it makes double the money. If something which is sold not so often, if you sell jewelry, you make a much higher margin because you only sell a few pieces. If you sell milk or bread, you have a much smaller margin because you sell a lot more. So a person makes a determination. He's selling a product. He wants to make a certain profit off it. Elamai, he's giving you a payment plan. He's giving you a payment deferral for two months. So you're going to come back then. The value of the coin went down. Not only didn't I make profit, I lost. Because I was planning on making 10 cents on the dollar. Now the coin got devalued 20 because it went down. Each grush went down from 50 to 40. It's the same as 100 to 80. It's 2 times 15, 2 times 40. So it's... Uh, so I wanted to make 10 cents on the dollar. I ended up, not only did I not make 10 cents on each dollar, I lost 10 cents on each dollar. I lost 20 cents on each because I paid for it. And I, I paid for something 90 cents. I'm selling it to you for a dollar, simple economics. So I wanted to make 10 cents. Now I'm only getting paid 80. So not only did I not make profit, I also lost money off you. So that doesn't make sense. So therefore, he says, it does not make sense that if I lend you something which is worth 100, these grushim, when I lent when I gave you the money, each these groshim were worth a hundred. It means these not the groshim, these groshim were worth each were worth fifty. So two groshim were worth a hundred. And uh, compared to the to the case of the sale, when I get back, I'm getting two groshim, each one's worth forty, I'm only getting back eighty. So I'm losing money off it. So therefore he explains this no you, you have to explain based on the Hamshah the Gemara of the Babakama, where the Gemara says there's a story, Rava. Asked Rav Chizde regarding the, the Malva Alamadbeya, regarding that question, Malva Alamadbeya. Yeah, according to Rav, what do we say? We said over there that you have to pay for Matbeya Yaitzibaisashah. So, what's the din if the Matbeya didn't lose value? On the contrary, it went up in value. Do you have to pay him Kafiya Matbeya according to the current value? And Rav Chizde says, yes, even if it's much more. So Rav asked the question of the Gemara, if the Matbeya went up, so you could buy more Schoyre for that. You What's the deal over here? I sold you Schoyre, I sold you 100 pounds of potatoes for a certain price. Now, for a certain amount of coins. Now, that amount of coins went up. Its value went up. So if I'm going to give you now that, because it's a loan, yeah? It's a loan of uh, it's, it's a loan over here. I'm going to give you back now that certain amount of coins that I decided in the beginning. That amount of coins now I could buy much more potatoes. I gave you 100 potato, 100 pounds of potatoes, but if you're going to pay me the price that we did, that we decided two months ago, 
I could buy with it 120 pounds of potatoes. So Ravashi answers, that's the question of Rav. Ravashi, obviously talking about, he added answer generations later. And so Ravashi answers, if the fruits now are, if you could buy, if the reason you could buy more fruits now is because for that price is because the coin's value went up, the coin itself went up, then obviously you pay less coins. But if the reason that the fruits went down is because of is, is the reason why you could buy more fruits with this coin is because of a different reason. For example, it says I think because it rained, so there's much more fruits on the market. So the reason you could buy 120 pounds of potatoes is not because the value of the coin went up, especially because there's much more potatoes in the market. So therefore, you have uh, yeah, there's a lot more stock. There's more people, less people. Not there's more potatoes in the market, so it's cheaper. So then you pay according to the price that was set up, regardless of how many potatoes you could buy with it. And then the Gemara says, however, if the reason why the coin went up is because the coin itself got bigger, that means used to be that each coin was the size of a quarter. Yeah, that was the coin that let the court at dinner was the size of a quarter in silver. And now, here's an example. Uh, now uh, they decided that they're making that the size of a half a dollar. So it's how much a lot more silver in it. So then, if I'm going to tell you, pay me back the same 50 coins, those 50 coins, it's mamash ribis. That's total ribis. So the Maharaj Dam says like this, the basin that, he says, the basin this Gemara, it says, if the fruits... If the fruits went, the, the, just like when you have the fruits went down because of a coin that went up in value by weight, yeah? Because the coin just became bigger coin. So you pay less in the new coin. Same thing would be the other way around. If they made, the coins used to be the size of a half dollar. They became the size of a quarter. So now the coin lost value because of itself. So you'd also, according to the Gemara, it's clear you'd have to pay more coins because the silver and the coin went down. You have to pay more coins. So that way the Malva shouldn't lose anything. And then the Marash Dam says the same logic that the Gemara tells you. This is the Chiddush of the Marash Dam. Same logic the Gemara tells you when it comes to, to uh, the coins that the actual coin became bigger or smaller applies also if the coin changed values because it's some Samachos. What difference is there in that? Be'etzem, the reason, because why? This is the way the Marajdam looks at it. The Gemara is toilet in the fruits. The Gemara says, if, the, if, if you could buy more fruits because the fruits, the value of the fruits went down, then it's, then it's, it's, a, it's one way. And if the reason why you could buy more fruits is because the coin changed in value, then you look at it differently. So he says over here, you see the Gemara is tailored in, the, in how many fruits you can buy. That is dependent on the value of the coin. So if the government is the one that decides that you could buy more fruits of that coin or less fruits of that coin, same thing. It's not that the Gemara says that you have to do, that it's dependent on the value. Because simple reading of the Gemara would be, the coin got bigger, there's more silver in the coins, so it's worth more. The coin got smaller, less silver in the coin, the coin, the coin is worth less. Marashdam says, no, you don't look at it. You look at it from the from the angle of how many fruits you can buy. So if you could buy more fruits because of the coin change, then it stands one way. So that's what he says. If it's because of the government, it's also that way.
And the Marajdam adds another reason that why you have to pay. He says, but by the way, another reason why you have to pay according to the value now, according to the what it was worth at the time of Alva, is because you go Basar Umdana. Certain times you go according to the Umdana. You have to think what did the person think in his mind? Why did he write the value in the star? Why did he write he's selling you 40 Valencias at 101? Because he took a thought. He wanted to tell you, this is, I'm selling it to you for the value. And he thought that that value is going to stay. That's why he wrote 101 Valencia, 101 Levanim, 80 Grushim that are worth that amount of money. He made the whole thing planned in such a way that any coin you're going to use, the value is going to stay the same. We have three coins in circulation. Each Valencia is worth 101 Levanim. And the Grushim are worth this amount, looks like they're worth this amount. So we have three coins, and he's expecting the coins to stay the same value, and he wants to get paid in this one of the coins in, in, in the in the Grushim over the other ones. But he wants the and and if he would if he would if he didn't think Bichal that the value is going to drop. If he would think the value is going to drop, he would make it nigh, obviously. Yeah. So therefore we go bells to the umdana, and the umdana is that he was looking at it that way, and therefore you pay according to the new value. Yeah, so now there's a question. You didn't make it nigh. You should have made it nigh. If you didn't make it nigh, you lose. You have coins. The country could, uh, could the value, the price of the coins could go up, could go down. Should have made it nigh that you want to do it based on the value going up or going down. So Marajam says, says such a thing is not think is not talking sense. Something which is not shchiyach, you don't make such a tnai. Therefore, you can't bring a raya that that being that he made it that he didn't make it tnai, he loses out. I go Therefore, the Marajdam concludes that Allah whether if you if you owe him a hundred groshim or hundred zeuvim, now you have to pay based on the amount that they were worth at the beginning. And then he says, but Be'etzim, we don't need it because the star itself clearly specifies that you have to pay, uh, you have to, that he's selling it based on 101. But but really, you'd have to pay based on the value regardless. Yeah, and that's the Marashach and the Verivis Pasch in the same way. Yeah, and you still have to pay according to the value. Uh, they all Pasch in the same way, but they come from different angles. The Marashdam Pasch is that Be'etzim, you always have to go according to value. And the star only has a bonus. And the derivatives and the mashach says, "Be'etzem, you always have to pay according to the original one." Elamai, you had a shas, you have to pay that value. Ah? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much the Marashdam. I want to finish one more paragraph in the Marashdam. Two more paragraphs, and then uh, we'll be mamshich tomorrow. And the Marashdam brings now the Gemara and Perikazov. The Brais over there says that we know talking about the Isir. Which Israel uh, Talki is worth is 24 Isarim <coughs> going to a dinner. The Gemara says, The mind of Kamil, and Rashi says, What's the mind of Megachomemka? If somebody sells a dinner for more than 24 Isarim, it's considered I know. A dinner of I know. If I sell something more than a sixth above the set value, then it's considered they have to give back the I know. If not, it's Israel I know, but there's no Chiyuv to give back. There's no Chiyuv. Embezzling to give back. Yes, the Taisva says, what happens if the Isser goes down in value? So it used to be 24 Isarim for a dinner. 
and uh, and uh, and now it's maybe twenty six is on for a dinner. So Tayshu says, if you I sell a, a object for twenty four isodim at the time when twenty four isodim are worth one dinner, and then the isodim went down so much that it became thirty two isodim for a dinner. Then and a yochel lifted atzmi bechav dalad isodim, and you can't say. At the time of then, it was Chavdal. I'm giving you 24, he said him, ah, you lost a third. Because from 24 to 32, you lost a third. No, no, so you can't do that. You can't come and say that the, my Yisodim are worth the same. The Yisra, the dinner of the Yaker, the dinner went up in value. The Yisra stayed the same value. We said on 24, stayed in 24. Elamai has to give him either a dinner of, of Kasev, because that's a strong coin, or he gives him 32, he him. And the Marajdam says, based on that, from this taste, you see that if I made a condition for 24 Yisarim, and then it went up to 32, we still say, yeah, I still have to give 32. Yeah, that's the end of, of, of this Marajdam. And they have another Marajdam also similar and about a different story. He says also over there that if the value, he's talking about a case when the value of the Grushish went up, he says if the Grushish went up, Rushimen only has to pay what they were worth at the time of the loan. That means you pay less than what the than what the, the than what you borrowed. It doesn't make a difference if it went up or went down. He says exact opposite of the Marashach. The Marashach says it goes up, it goes down, it goes to the Malve. Marashach says it goes up, it goes down. The Loiv is the one who gets the benefit or the loss. And if he takes more. He says, there's no, if the moichet takes according to the, the, the number, I, the value went up. So if it's mea be and the value went up, he says, it's not mitzad libis, there's no isur of libis, but there's an isur of gzela. We're going to stop here. We'll continue tomorrow, the second half of the year.